Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What a song. I love ah, it. I love that song. There it is. Uh, there it is. It'd be weird if you didn't say it. <sighs> I'd yeah. feel weird if I didn't say it. It's kind of our thing. It's like saying it's like it's like saying to um it's like going to sleep without like turning her over and saying I love you, goodnight, you know. <laughs> to, to yourself. <laughs> to, your to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jack. To my bunny. Um, <laughs> how many times do you set your alarm? What do you mean? Three. Yeah. With snoozes on them as well. No, well, I don't so mean that. So technically it's like, about 20. <laughs> so I will actually set my alarm and yeah. I'll say like, oh, six hours, <coughs> two minutes. And then I'll do it three more times just to make sure it's set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <to> go <laughs> back and check it that it's set? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm not You're the only one. <laughs> a busy boy, though. You didn't say your little thing that you normally say. Oh, uh, well, uh, we haven't started the intro yet. I, th- I thought we were throwing that all out the window and we are just going straight into it. That's what you said. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so I can't ask you about your weekends even. Oh, well, what are we doing? Will we quickly do it? Yeah, go on. Okay. Go on. Do your thing. Okay. Let's Hello. not go completely off the rails. Yeah. Hello, everybody. It's episode 69. Yes. Giggity. And we oh. all know what 69 means. Mature lads, come on. It's we can do this. Six looking it's in the mirror. One before 70. Um, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it. I love it. Um, I suppose that's why with the... P- oh, never mind. Um, I hope you all enjoyed uh, episode number 68. Listen, this is going like... It's, it's a bad run of names, really, is it? Uh, nipple tips from last week. <laughs> we were talking oh. about mixing up fix and vapor rub. You don't want to be at that. Poor Kingsley. Or fix and vapor rub. Fix and Vaseline. That, that poor chap had to ring his mom and say, Mom, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Mom, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> G- can you send me the link? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yes, we, we chatted to our new friend from North Carolina, uh, Kingsley, <laughs> about the path to Sorry, discovering man. GA in the Americas and um, his great insight into sport in America. And always Good make dude. sure to rate, like, share, subscribe, follow us, be our friends, come love us. We need the love. <laughs> and uh, wherever, <laughs> you, so wh- wherever you see the yeah. uh, podcast, make sure you comment and stuff and send us DMs and <coughs> the likes. Like and subscribe and all yeah. that jazz. Yes. All that jazz. We share. Need yeah. We're on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and the YouTubes. OnlyFans. Mm. 
I know OnlyFans, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go right to left today, from the right-hand side of the table to the left. Okay. And we're going to ask how everyone's weekend was. How was your weekend, John? It was good. As usual, I do DIY stuff at the weekend, basically. Just um, You're always at that, aren't you? Well, kind of, you know, I'll be doing it for the next 10 years, at he least, grew, in a house. Like. What type of house do you live in? Is it like a shit shed oh, or something? Oh, the fucking state of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not messing. The la- the la- no, no, I hope he's listening. The lad that was before me in that house, I'd say he had a vice grips and a nail. <laughs> and he just did the whole house with them two things. <laughs> because... A lot of like uh, the skirting boards, I'd say, where he threw them on. Basically, he stood back, and threw went, them at the wall, <laughs> threw them on with both hands, went that'll do, and walked off to got his sandwich. Do you have an issue with putting the skirting boards on the walls? As in, like a fear? Keep no. <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, I was touched by a skirting board. <laughs> no, <laughs> by actually keeping them on the wall. No, because right, they're touching okay. the ground. See, that the gift is you put them resting on the ground and then go around the corners. If you put them up fairly high, they'll drop down immediately. Right. Hmm. Uh, having an issue with keeping them... Um, <laughs> Why, how high do you put your skirt board on? <laughs> that's a dado rail you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it, was, it, was a, it was a joke that just oh. went over your Yeah, heads. all right. <laughs> he grew his fringe. <laughs> like your dado rail. Oh, yeah. He's, he's getting a bit emo and he's, he's going to uh-huh. start flicking it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so into my art right now, Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you not to come into my room like that. <laughs> I'm putting up my dado rail. <laughs> I'm cleaning my room to Hoover. <laughs> I swear. Uh, Bertie, um, you... No, you were in the country this weekend, weren't you? That was, was? the last weekend you were away. Yeah, yeah. What uh, were you up to this weekend? Vaccinate my sheep. Oh. With yeah. the... With Did the any, any the of them refuse? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious question. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, just above their shoulder blade. No anti-vax <laughs> sheep. No, inject them. Uh, no. no, no. You didn't give them a choice. We still have that uh, that adopted sheep that broke in, and the farmer never came back from. So right. Yeah. So we said we better vaccinate that sheep as well. Absolutely. So you vaccinated someone else's child. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's Terrible. Uh, the yeah. opposite of Melissa McCarthy. It's been there since November, and he hasn't come back for it, so I don't know. All right. S- squatter's right. Jenny, what if he comes back and he's like, <coughs> I want to eat that sheep now? You just have to fatten it up from, for free. Uh, yeah, he can take the sheep, all right. I'd prefer if he waited until the lamb, because um, it broke out and had relations with <gasps> our ram. Right. So she's probably up to fluff. Up to fluff. <laughs> she's got the green stuff in her face, just y- like you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, she's uh, missed time now because our ones are coming the twenty eighth to the f- March to the first of April. Right, and she's probably not going to lamb until like July now because she broke out in like January. Someone we know is lambing today as well. Oh, who's lambing? You know who's lambing today? Who's lambing? A friend of ours is is actually lambing today. Well, we could probably announce it on next week's podcast. Oh. But there's a there's a friend lambing today. Oh, yeah, we'll come back to that, will we? Okay, we can well, do it. I'm intrigued. Yeah, there's hu- yeah. a human lamb on the way. Oh, wow. Um, but I mean, we can probably announce that next week. Okay. You look at it confused and you're like, who do I know who is pregnant? Who all, Who else has sheep <laughs> in <laughs> our <laughs> group? <laughs> all you see is sheep. He's going to fall asleep now in a second. Uh, we have the guys on from uh, Croatia Kels uh, this week, so we want to uh, introduce them. Oh, well, you can introduce yourselves if you want, whoever wants to go first. <laughs> you go for it, Patrick. I was going to say age before beauty, but yeah, okay. I'm uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm uh, Patrick, and I am the coach of the Croatian Celts. I've been a, a member of the club for about three years now. So, uh, okay, um, yeah. Ed. So 
you can hear that I'm not Irish by my my accent. Um, I've been in the Croatian Celts for about four years, I think. I think I think between us, we're two of the the longest standing members by now. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I, I was going to ask you. That was uh, 2019, I think it was set up, was it? Is 2019? That's what it says on the badge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your official. So there was there was an unofficial club before that, was it? <laughs> I mean, look, we had the whole the whole Corona thing, and um, yeah, it was. Uh, there was like a bit of stop and start at the beginning, but I think that's quite normal for clubs in this area from what we've yeah. been hearing recently. And um, what are your local rivals? Is there uh, like <laughs> a, 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 another parish in Zagreb? Or are you going like where, where you went to play at the weekend in Budapest and all over the place? Like? Uh, we are the, we're the, we're the national team. We are the de facto uh, Croatian national team. We have no other clubs in the country. So I think we... uh, Budapest, to... yeah. After you, Ed, after you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I was, I was just trying to outdo you with that. Um, you were saying we're like the, the national team. We're in fact the regional team. We are the the one and only team in Southeast Europe, even. Um, so the places nearby where you would think like, I don't know, Bosnia, Serbia, um, Slovenia, absolutely nothing. So we are we're very much uh, the regional team and it's, it's looking more north towards... Uh, was like you said, the places like Hungary and and Austria and whatever these uh, Central European places more. And you said you are you are two of the founding members, is it? So what was it like um, when like the GA was made uh, in a pub down in Turles? Was it like a pub in uh, Croatia with five lads who had a dream? It was before my time, before I got here to Zagreb. But um, my uh, the myth, the legend is that. Um, it was the it was the uh, husband of the Irish ambassador who was here in in, in Zagreb and who right. really wanted to found a GAA club and I mean compared to a lot of other cities in Europe as we find when we go and play the Irish community in Zagreb is is very small I mean it's uh, it can all fit into one pub basically so mm. uh, it was it was it was just a group of lads and uh, I think they really wanted to found a club and um, Ed has something to contribute here I think to the story but. <laughs> Do I? Do I? No. I mean, oh, I thought you were putting your hands up. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> there was obviously um, enough guys to like make a make a full team, was there, or did you have to get some locals in? Not at all. Not enough at all. I mean, it's um. Like how would, how would you explain oh. to the locals? Here, here's a ball, and you can catch you know, it. <laughs> we play. This is a game we played. You know soccer? Well, just you could pick it up this time. Or you have. Was I mean, it? with our recruitment, we're still at that stage where we're very much kind of like people we know and uh we're having trouble kind of going beyond that sort of circle of acquaintances and and getting the word out more um i mean like you guys know from just watching say the world cup and i don't know tennis or whatever croatia is like a super sporting country um especially relative to its size it's so was it four million people living there um mm -hmm. but it seems that i mean our trouble is that a lot of people who are really into sport are doing their sport they're doing their football they're doing their um their tennis their water polo or whatever that they like handball or whatever and it's uh it's tricky to get the runoffs it's not a sport which is i mean most people haven't heard about it uh you have to really kind of explain it to them you have to say okay so it's a bit like football it's a bit like mm -hmm. handball it's a bit like rugby um I think we get that thing with like, oh, it seems really dangerous. I bet it's really physical. And like, no, it's not really. It's it's fine. Um, but no, no, recruitment is definitely a it's a challenge. I mean, that's one of probably our main challenge, Patrick. Or 
Yeah, but like I was saying, I mean, we went, we've been to uh, tournaments. We we play against games, and most of the clubs we play against, all the lads are Irish, right? I mean, or they have maybe have one token local, but for us, uh, we are majority. I mean, we're we're sort of we have what Croatian, Australian, German, English. Uh, we're mostly people who didn't grow up playing the game, so. Mm. Uh, I that's 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 the thing I think I'm you know uh-huh. as as a coach I'd say I'm I'm most proud of is kind of is introducing new people to the sport that to me is is great right you're in a you're in a different country a new city people have never heard of GAA before and to be able to uh, get these Croatians you know coming along when they're what in their twenties their thirties to start playing the game that for me is it's really cool it's something that you don't see maybe back in Ireland that you you see here so it was very much like a like a social thing where it's just a good way to get out of the house and so, but uh-huh. do something different to the norm rather than your regular rugby or soccer or something like that, is it? Like just a good way to get out of the house? I think everyone's got their own little story about mm. what it is that does it. Like, I mean, it's, I don't want to sort of uh, cast shade upon us, but it's a it's an eclectic group of people to say the least. Like it's, uh, I think everyone's got their own. I mean, I did it because... I used to do like individual sport. I, I still do. Like uh, I like running and I like cycling or whatever. But I was like, well, I'd like to try a team sport. And this was like something completely different. I I just I, I saw a uh, saw somebody posting about it on on one of the expat groups on Facebook, and I was like, well, I'll go along and try it out. And as you get into it, and Ed, did you, did you see it before when living at home or that, or were you had only come across it when you were in uh, Croatia? I, I mean, I, I knew of it. Like yeah. uh, I can remember, like when I was young, we had uh, Transworld Sport, that Channel Four Saturday mornings. It was like I don't know Mongolian wrestling and yeah, all these like weird <laughs> sports. And I remember like GAA was definitely definitely on there. Um, but I mean, I did I know anything about it? Not really. No, no. I mean, honestly, it would be like, okay, they uh, similar to like rugby goalposts, but that would be net really. I wouldn't have known the rules or anything, anything like that, to be honest. And uh, what is your membership at currently like? I mean, uh, for like playing members or whichever, or do you do like ones that are like um, kind of social membership that are involved in the club but actually don't play, or does everybody uh, play the, the, the switches? Uh, the playing membership is i would say on a good day hovering around the 15 mark so uh <laughs> but um <laughs> our, our training sessions uh range from between three and uh what's our maximum maybe 11 12 maybe on we've had 11 or 12 a few times oh, well it makes it, it makes you feel better there's clubs in ireland who have that many a training too in january so <laughs> See, we have the problem here that in, in January it's too cold for everyone, and then it gets to about April or May and it's too hot. We have a very small window when uh, the playing <laughs> conditions are <laughs> just right. Uh, but uh, we do have some social members. I mean, again, sort of the, the lads, the Irish community, and uh, again, you know, girlfriends and, yeah. and, and family, yeah. and you know, we, we because, sign uh, as as in every club, it's always the background people who like keep it going, and obviously your admin stuff and getting stuff out and social media and stuff and recruiting players as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with us, the back room and the front room staff are very much uh, same. one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we have a couple of guys who are, who are really good. I mean, our chairman uh, is a non-playing member. Our secretary also non-playing, and uh, and they're, they're they they kind of help drive things forward, which is which is great. And um, you know, again, like I say, the family support, that kind of thing. People turning up for matches and fundraising. We we, we do get the support from outside the team. Because uh, I was uh, telling uh, Ed there before he came on about how I came across you, and it was that uh, collecting the jerseys. 
Um, so I seen them on Masita because I actually have a Croatia Kels jersey, but I was I was just no. wearing it. Yes. <laughs> I was I was wearing it in Iceland, Iceland last week, so uh, it's not exactly clean for enough for this week. But that's that's oh just where, where I seen you like. <laughs> You could have completely screwed with us by wearing it. If you said that. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing I should have. <laughs> but uh, you, you were saying about the price of like the, um, the jerseys being sent over, but like, how do you do with like the footballs? And because obviously, like, cones and things like that, they're like general with soccer and stuff. But what about like the goals and the footballs? They're obviously very expensive to get over as well. I mean, the goals, we had a very DIY, um, it, was, it was two bungee ties and some piping. Uh, wow. I, I, from what I can tell, we're not the only people that resorted that to that. Though, so I think we're we're fairly kind of uh, on brand. The balls we we got a little, little batch of them sent over, didn't we? We did, we did. They're a little bit worse for wear now. When we were playing in uh, Budapest at the weekend, our balls were being rejected by the referee quite regularly when, <laughs> when we tried to kick them in from the sideline. Ah, oh, this ball's no good. Change it out for one of the good O'Neill's balls. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, we every so often we, we either somebody goes back to Ireland and maybe comes back with a suitcase full of full of balls or we we get them shipped in but uh, yeah, it's, a, it, order. It, it's, it's hard to keep a hold of the good o'neill's footballs they're the they're the 60 euro ones you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think we have two we have six or seven caracals and we Caracals. Have two O'Neill's. Are, <laughs> yeah you want to make sure your, your your club name is wrote wrote all the way around them that's that's the only way to keep them <laughs> <laughs> But it's a it's an unwritten rule in Ireland. Like if you start with like twenty footballs, you might dip down to eleven and might finish with eighteen, and you might have nine. That was your original footballs because every game you're always losing some and, and taking some of the other team. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> I, look, I mean, we don't have that problem because we don't get so many matches. It's, uh, <laughs> that's, a, I mean, joking aside, it's, a, it's an issue for us. Like, we, it's difficult to get people to, you know, commit to travel somewhere or to get another team to come down here. It's sort of, hmm. it feels crazy. Like, how a, seems like a luxury almost that you could just have matches week in week out against people and uh and you were saying about matches you were away in budapest at the like the weekend so what way would like your typical game go then obviously that's a that's a flight or whatever like i mean typically ends in defeat but uh no No, um that was a drive up it's not too bad it's three and a half hours um it's only our second away second away match we played in the tournament in bratislava last uh last so april cool. april may may time that was really cool that was mm. fantastic um we've had d- other teams come down to us as well so i think we had dutch teams come a few times the guys from prague as well they were down down our way um but uh yeah it's playing the matches is great because look, you up your game you feel a lot more sort of committed to it and it's uh you can see people kind of the the training attendance begins to burge in a bit towards uh you know a couple of weeks before the tournament before matches and whatever so it's uh it's that i mean that's it's the best part of it it's nice doing your little training sessions but the matches are the the fun things yeah of course the, the matches is, uh, is what all the training is about listen the training mm-hmm. isn't actually the yeah. fun stuff but you, you said like it's a three and a half hour drive so it was all in cars to head to the uh-huh. game yeah yeah i think we had Four cars go down, maybe. Some people went down on the Friday and stayed over. Some people went down on Saturday and stayed over. We kind of had a, a mixed taxi service going on. But um, it was a lot of, uh, you know, Tetris before trying to fit everyone into a car. You know, you had the list of people and the list of spots. <laughs> <and> it was, <laughs> um, But we made it in the end, even if some people were squeezed in the back of a, a tiny Peugeot 206 their knees up against your chin but you know we, we get it done <laughs> whatever that, it takes that, that, that sounds a lot like going to the games when uh in the late 90s to be honest <laughs> that's the way we do it <laughs> all crowded in the, in the back of a van going to an under 14 game <laughs> but uh three, three and a half hours there's a, a club team actually in donegal and uh theirs is four hours if they if they play away one is up near the top of donegal i think and one's down i think it's the longest one and the next song is which it is it is yeah, yeah. yeah. who uh, who uh, do you know which clubs it is uh, i can't remember it was up up online there a while ago because they're saying because the longest one in mead is only i think is uh, an hour and ten from st bridges to balanabraki like and they were going around the country to see which was the longest ones and i can't remember i think it was it is it is it where the the McHugh's play or maybe guidor down to somewhere down in south Donegal now i can't remember but they're saying like it's a four hour down or four hours back up, so that's quite. That's quite it'd, it'd, game. it'd only be an hour if the roads were any good up there, but you know, oh, you've exactly. got to take the long way around. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's where you're originally from, up in Donegal, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, where I where I grew up. Uh, my my parents or my mum's from there originally, from uh, near Letterkenny. That's so that's my my part yeah. of the world. You you didn't bring the accent with you anyway. I did not. I did not. No, 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 no. <laughs> too many years, too many years away. But, you know, if you put me in a room full of Donegal people, sure, I'd come back soon enough. But... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, I have it here. It's a, what's it? Uh, uh, Kilcar in Donegal to, to, to Malin. 
That's a 298 kilometer round trip, four hours and 30 minutes, actually. If that makes you feel any better about your trips. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what do you, when do you do that on a Sunday, is it? Or what days do you do them kind of games? Uh, this one was on a Saturday, so... So uh, mostly on the weekends, yeah. you kind of... Uh, when you aren't working, really, you kind of get to do them kind of things, is it? Uh, I mean, you're... Uh, yeah, yeah, as I'd said, our, our schedule... Our games are few and far between, I think. When was the last time we played before this? It was in... I think it was against the Dutch people in October. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you see... Four months Yeah. Amazing. It's Christmas, whatever. It was really freezing cold, so it's... What would it's be cold in Croatia? What's the what's a temperature that's cold for you guys over there now? Like minus eight, minus nine. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is cold. <laughs> you don't want to be going out playing then. <laughs> I was thinking like Croatia's warm. I was thinking maybe five or six. No, no, no. Look, you get it with us where we try to sort of find an excuse for people not showing up for training. Yeah. And there's that sort of, okay, in the summer, oh, everyone's cleared off to the seaside or, oh, the students are away or, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's 35 degrees whatever and then in the winter it's like oh it's it's too cold people can't you know catch a chill and whatever yeah it and is, is there is there no it, no indoor facilities like uh sports halls and stuff oh very very raw subjects at the moment like we we're saying it's uh right. we we uh we've been playing in inside for a bit and uh yeah we had a bit of uh sort of accidentally damaged a scoreboard in uh in oh, the place we were playing oh, yeah. yeah and it Came out a lot more expensive than we think uh, than you think a scoreboard would cost, but uh, our club funds have been decimated. So we should start the the GoFundMe soon. Yeah, you'll have to start doing the club lotto. You know, club needs the money. (laughs) Yeah, do the lotto and bingo and stuff like that in the local bar. Had a bake sale. We had a bake sale recently. Brilliant! uh, Excellent. That's proper GA club. Yeah, proper GA. That's what it is. Properly back to basics. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do you have any um, kind of funny stories from people who have never played the GA before and coming for their first time on 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 what they've done maybe in games or stuff like that, kicking the ball the wrong way or anything? No. <laughs> oh, that trick! I, I mean, I wouldn't even say people's first times, right? I mean, uh... <laughs> See... <laughs> no, I mean, uh, as I was saying before, we, we we do have a bit of a problem in the club in terms of long term experience, right? I mean, I'm the coach of the team, but. I never played back home. I was a soccer player. That was always yeah. my game. So uh, I don't think any of us knows all the rules yet. You know, some of us, some of us are better than others, but we, we went to this game of Budapest, you know, and we had the the kick-ins from the sideline and, you know, hand passing them in or, you know, whatever, right? It was the, the referee I mean, the cut referee us a lot was, of slack. But... <laughs> the referee was coaching us on like when you're allowed to pick up the ball, when you're not allowed to pick up the ball. And <laughs> hmm. I mean, you can't blame us. Like, it is stuff where, we're literally learning it fresh. It's you have these guys who, I mean, most of the people we're playing against are students, so they're what nineteen to twenty-five year olds. <clears throat> I think all of us are older than that, and none of us have been playing it for more than you know three, three and a half years or so. And just like we don't have the basic skills, like you're trying your hardest. I mean, you've got guys that say have played Aussie rules before, and clearly they're miles ahead of other people, or. Patrick just with his football skills or whatever, but uh, it's it's difficult when you come up against people like that where they you know they could even just be bad by Irish levels. I don't know, but against us, they're just sort of yeah. streets ahead just because you've got it in your veins. And and where do you get your inspiration from? Then do you, do you like during training would you sit down and watch a a match on a on a Saturday night or something like that and go oh, look what they're doing or 
learn from a, watching a couple of games or well, like who's the veteran that would go this is the rule or like no this is not how you do it or this is how you do it and stuff like that Patrick's watch... in his little coaches group on WhatsApp right and that's, uh, so, you, so would you uh, sit down and watch a couple of games there on a Monday to Friday I, you know, I'm I'm trying to instill my own philosophy here. You know, I'm trying to take yeah. uh, GAA the 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 IX way, the Barcelona way. You know, that's my <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> Jim McGinnis <laughs> get to know each it, 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 each it. individual personality of a player and who's uh, the, like mean, who who's the Messi of GA, Bertie? Like who would uh, oh a Clifford, a Clifford, yeah, down in Kerry. So we'll have to watch him then. Uh, um, what he does. You are. Um, I. I don't know whether the game at, on Sunday was as tight as it was a two four to two seven, but you said it was a a, a, a a lucky goal for Budapest at the end. Don't wanna, was it? I'm only going off your Instagram now, so. Nah, it was. <laughs> we're big fans. We're big fans. I think they, with being totally total disclosure, they probably weren't going it at hundred percent against us. They were, you know, pretty chilled out. I think uh, their goalkeeper was wearing jeans for the match, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's be really fair. But we kept ourselves in it. And Perfect. we were probably giving it our full. But, um, yeah, we. Could, I think it, I think we even got five, not four as well. So it's uh, oh. a bit of dodgy counting there. It was a, a <laughs> their guy refereeing it. But, you need uh, the old Hawker, you see, to tell you whether yeah. it's over or not. <laughs> Look, it, it came down to the final kick. We could have drawn it. But okay. uh, that's what it is. I mean, I, I think we'd have been very, very lucky to get a draw out of that match, but we, we didn't shame ourselves by any means. Not at all. Uh, not at and all. what's the plans then, the summer or the few months going forward then with what um, championships or what leagues are, are there for you to be able to get games huge in? Huge like... plans. Huge plans. So we've got, we're kind of preliminary signed up for going to a tournament in, in uh, Hungary, in, in Poland. And then it's like just the all around this way. So it's, was it Munich, Vienna, Bratislava, um, possibly one other place? Can't and think are of the they all, well. all weekend tournaments going away or are they all like single games to go to? No, it's probably like little tournaments. So you've got your, depends on how many teams sign up. And um, one where we did it before, say we we got, we were put into a joint team with a with a club from, uh, from, from Rome, for instance. But uh, they did it where it was, you know, you, you play your first round, um, top two go forward. The bottom one goes down into the uh, the shield tournament, and there's two groups that that was very suspicious in Bratislava. So, okay, we were put in a group with Prague and Bratislava. You know, Czechs and Slovaks pretty much go together, and we yeah. were obviously the weaker team. Like that was that seemed a bit of a fix. So we we got quite decimated in those matches. We played in the the shield afterwards though, and we managed to win it. So oh, um, it's yeah. The, you need to find your level, I guess. And our level isn't like 18-year-old students from Ireland. But uh, you find some guys that are more our level. And it's, yeah, I think we're, we're not terrible. We're not terrible. We're just not so organized all the time, let's say. And then uh, we actually have to start wrapping up, if, if that's all right, mm-hmm. which is, uh, but just on the, um, one of the questions about like, is the lore of GA because it is like an amateur organization and it feels like more inclusive? Do you think like it's easier to set up like why didn't you set up like maybe tag rugby or why didn't you set up like a five-a-side soccer tournament or things like that? Uh, I think that uh, for me at least the, 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 the people that you get who are willing to try out playing GA in a 
foreign country are genuinely interesting people, right? They're people with a kind of open mind. So you don't kind of get uh, the same boring people coming through. Always, Everyone's bringing something interesting to the table. Like I say, we have guys from, we have one guy from Australia who was a street performer for 20 years traveling all over Europe. We've got another guy who played semi-professional Australian rules. We have a guy who's played international bridge for Croatia. Mm. Like it's a, it's a real. We've got a guy that made up his own sport. <laughs> he made up a, like a, a another ball game. Uh, one of the guys. Cities in Croatia. And, wow. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, uh, a great Mead footballer and current Mead lads manager, Colin O'Rourke, was on um, a show over chat show over the weekend, and he says that Mead are losing a lot of characters. And even the GA, but it sounds like there's a lot of characters playing GA in Croatia, to be fair. Yeah. No, it's a, it's it's absolutely amazing story. Like when Bertie told me it was, it was absolutely brilliant what you guys are doing. It's obviously that's what Irish sport's all about. Like it's spreading across, spreading across the world, and you guys are keeping it alive over there. It's it's amazing to see. And in case our listenership takes up in Croatia over the next couple of weeks, um <laughs> but where where and when would um people go to uh, join? Well, first thing I'd say is uh, follow us on Instagram because Ed Ed keeps those social media posts up to date with our training sessions. But we we have a we have a pitch quite central in Zagreb. We train three times a week, usually Mondays, Thursdays, Saturdays. So yeah, if anyone's wow. in town, they're always welcome to come along. Amazing. If anyone wants to send a team over, Croatia is a lovely holiday yeah. destination. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll 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 take on. Uh, we'll put the word out. We'll put the word <laughs> yeah. out. And have you included any? Is it all like um, you, you a lads team? Have you hurling? Have you camogie? Have you ladies football? Or is that the plans down the line? So we had. Um, it's very much football focused at the moment. We had a few guys who were more in for the hurling stuff, but like, it's difficult enough to get enough guys out on the pitch to play football. Hurling, that I think that was a step too far. That's one for for down the line. Once our numbers are a bit more solidified, once you know that you've got a core of like 30-odd people, I think then we definitely could revisit it. Um, at the moment, we don't have a dedicated girls team, but we've had girls play with us. I mean, we have one uh, in Budapest with a... a we have a girl. Not that, it's, it's awkward now. No, um, but no, if, if whenever girls are there, they can play with us as well. So it's... Um, we don't have enough for, to make a, a full team, but it's it's very much inclusive. Oh, inclusive. So if, if any club in uh, Ireland wants a uh, wants a weekend in Croatia, mm. you're, you're, you're boys team, girls it. team, whatever. Yeah, Croatia Celts are going to take over Croatia. They might put you <laughs> up for the night as well. Yeah, yeah maybe show you some of the good pubs. <laughs> <laughs> Sheridan's Sheridan's on uh, Saska Street. That's where you need to go. That's the club okay. headquarters. Oh, so oh, brilliant. <laughs> the head, headquarters G right. in Croatia. Keep well, that. That, that. That's great, lads. Thanks so much for coming on because, um, as I said, we were doing the segments. We had uh, a car, a Cardiff referee on not so long ago. He's uh, in college in Edinburgh and he found GA as well. And uh, we've talked to a number of people over the last while as well, just to try and get a, just a nice little segment just on our show. Because I don't know if you follow us on Instagram or seeing what we do. We usually just kind of have a topic and we kind of waffle on about uh -huh. it. It's the nature of it. But we thought it was a nice little thing just to kind of spread on the GA community worldwide and to show people, no matter where you are in the world, that you can find um, people who are interested in GA and like that it's great for people from other countries kind of taking on board as well and hopefully they might come to Ireland someday and, and watch a game as well which would be important uh, thank you so much for inviting us it was it was super unexpected but very very cool pleasure to have you yeah, on, thanks guys thanks, thanks lads. brilliant right go on you've got something there do you um yeah you've probably known this already but um 
do you think that oranges are called oranges because they're orange? <laughs> or is the color orange called orange because oranges are orange? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so the color orange didn't exist in the English language until the late fifteenth century when the first oranges began to appear in England. England of course is the source of all great things. Um <laughs> there are many things uh, before this that would uh, undeniably be called orange, but there wasn't a name for it. So uh, when there was things that was orange colored, um they were called like yellow uh, saffron. If they were like, you know, slightly mm. and yellow saffron man. More yeah, a, a red works. tinge, they call them yellow red. So you'd say, oh, there's a yellow red thing. Well, yellow red orange thing. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.